0: So we are reading today in chapter 14, starting up with Asa, the king of Judah. Asa did that which was good. During the reigns of Rehoboam and Abijah, the true worship of God in Judah declined. Idolatry increased. Various places for idolatrous worship were erected. And when Asa became king, he set out to purge idolatry and urged Judah to seek God and obey his commandments. The Bible records times of revival in the days of Asa, Jehoshaphat, Hezekiah, and Josiah. As is the case with any reformation or revival, we must seek the Lord. The writer of Chronicles actually uses the verb to seek the Lord eight times just in chapters 14 through 16, 30 times altogether. What does it mean to seek the Lord? It means to desire and pursue earnestly the Lord's presence, His fellowship, His kingdom, and His holiness. Seeking the Lord always involves turning to the Lord, repentance. Wholehearted, fervent prayer, hungering and thirsting after righteousness and after God's presence, committing yourself to the will of God, abandoning all things that offend God, believing in, relying on God as your ultimate helper, knowing that God is in control, being confident that he really is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Okay, so chapter 14, and Asa did that which was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. For he took away the altars of the strange gods and the high places and brake down the images and cut down the groves and commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and to do the law and the commandment. Also he took away, out of all the cities of Judah, the high places, and the images, and the kingdom was quiet before him. And he built fenced cities in Judah, for the land had rest, and he had no war in those years, because the Lord had given him rest. Therefore he said unto Judah, Let us build these cities, and make about them walls and towers gates and bars, while the land is yet before us. Because we have sought the Lord our God, we have sought him, and he hath given us rest on every side. So they built and prospered. And Asa had an army of men that bare targets and spears, out of Judah three hundred thousand, and out of Benjamin that bare shields, and drew bows, two hundred and fourscore thousand, all these were mighty men of valor. And there came out against them Zerah the Ethiopian, with a host of a thousand, thousand, and three hundred chariots, and came unto Marisha. Then Esau went out against him, and they set the battle in array in the valley of Jephthah at at Mereshah, and Asa cried unto the Lord his God, and said, Lord, it is nothing with thee to help, whether with many, or with them that have no power. Help us, O Lord our God, for we rest on thee, and in thy name we go against this multitude. O Lord, thou art our God. Let not man prevail against thee. So the Lord smote the Ethiopians before Esau and before Judah, and the Ethiopians fled. And Esau and the people that were with him pursued them unto Gerar, And the Ethiopians were overthrown, that they could not recover themselves, for they were destroyed before the Lord and before his host, and they carried away very much spoil. And they smote all the cities round about Gerar, for the fear of the Lord came upon them, and they spoiled all the cities, for there was exceeding much spoil in them. They smote also the tents of cattle, and carried away sheep and camels in abundance, and returned to Jerusalem. Now moving on to chapter 15, Esau's reform movement. And again, this proceeds with the theme, if ye seek him, so seeking the Lord faithfully will have positive results. Those who seek the Lord will experience the peace and the rest of God. Shalom. This means not merely the absence of conflict, but also an experience of forgiveness, a clear conscience, a washing, a spiritual, physical, mental, and emotional well-being that comes from a growing, life-giving relationship with God. When we seek the Lord, we receive his mercy and grace and health in time of need. When we seek the Lord, we experience the presence of God, for God promises that those who earnestly seek him will find him. Under the new covenant, the presence of God through his Holy Spirit brings strength and comfort to us as believers. His Spirit dwells within us. It leads us into truth, righteousness, and power. When we seek the Lord, we will be able to firmly stand against our enemies, against spiritual forces, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Okay, chapter 15. And the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded, And he went out to meet Asa, and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah, and Benjamin. The Lord is with you, while ye be with him. And if ye seek him, he will be found of you. But if ye forsake him, he will forsake you. Now for a long season Israel hath been without the true God, and without a teaching priest, and without law. But when they, in their trouble, did turn unto the Lord God of Israel, and sought him, he was found of them. And in those times there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in, but great vexations were upon all the inhabitants of the countries, And nation was destroyed of nation, and city of city, for God did vex them with all adversity. Be ye strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. And when Asa heard these words, and the prophecy of Oded the prophet He took courage, and put away the abominable idols, out of all the land of Judah and Benjamin, and out of the cities which he had taken from Mount Ephraim, and renewed the altar of the Lord that was before the porch of the Lord. And he gathered all Judah and Benjamin, and the strangers with them, out of Ephraim and Manasseh, and out of Simeon. For they fell to him out of Israel in abundance, when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. So they gathered themselves together at Jerusalem in the third month, in the fifteenth year of the reign of Asa. And they offered unto the Lord the same time of the spoil which they had brought, seven hundred oxen and seven thousand sheep, And they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul, that whosoever would not seek the Lord God of Israel should be put to death, whether small or great, whether man or woman. And they swear unto the Lord with a loud voice, and with shouting, and with trumpets, and with cornets. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart, and sought him with their whole desire, and he was found of them, and the Lord gave them rest round about. And also concerning Maacha, the mother of Esau the king, he removed her from being queen, because she had made an idol in a grove. And Asa cut down her idol, and stamped it, and burnt it at the brook Kidron. But the high places were not taken away out of Israel. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was perfect all his days. Asa's perfect commitment to the Lord here is seen in his rejection of idolatry, not necessarily in his conduct in all matters. And he brought into the house of God the things that his father had dedicated, and that he himself had dedicated, silver and gold and vessels. And there was no more war until the five-and-thirtieth year of the reign of Esau. And now in chapter 16, it is the end of Esau's reign. In the sixth and thirtieth year of the reign of Asa, Baasha, king of Israel, came up against Judah and built Ramah to the intent that he might let none go out or come in to Asa, king of Judah. Then Asa brought out silver and gold out of the treasures of the house of the Lord and of the king's house and sent to Ben-Hadad, king of Syria that dwelt at Damascus, saying, There is a league between me and thee, as there was between my father and thy father. Behold, I have sent thee silver and gold. Go, break thy league with Baasha, king of Israel, that he may depart from me. And Ben-Hadad hearkened unto king Asa, and sent the captains of his armies against the cities of Israel. And they smote Ajan and Dan and Abel-Maim and all the store cities of Naphtali. And it came to pass, when Baasha heard it, that he left off building of Ramah and let his work cease. Then Asa the king took all Judah, and they carried away the stones of Ramah, and the timber thereof, wherewith Baasha was a building, and he built therewith Geba and Mizpah. And at that time Hananiah the seer came to Asa king of Judah, and said unto him, Because thou hast relied on the king of Syria, and not relied on the Lord thy God, therefore is the host of the king of Syria escaped out of thine hand. Were not the Ethiopians and the Lubims a huge host, with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet because thou didst rely on the Lord, he delivered them into thine hand. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. Herein thou hast done foolishly. Therefore, from henceforth, thou shalt have wars. Asa failed to persevere in seeking God in his later years. An example to all of us, it is possible to fall away from faithfulness even after great spiritual revival. Evidence of his spiritual decline in this chapter. He stopped relying on the Lord. He trusted instead in mankind or human resources. He rejected and persecuted the prophet of God. An unmistakable sign of spiritual decline is the spurning of God's prophets who bring God's word of rebuke and correction. When physically afflicted, rather than first seeking God for discernment and deliverance, he exclusively sought after the aid of the physicians. God so values those who are wholly devoted to him that he searches the whole earth to mark out all those who love him faithfully and identify themselves with him. God does this To strongly support and bless people in their righteous endeavors, in their deeds of faith, and in times of danger, and affliction, and trials. He distinguishes between those among his people whose hearts are completely his, and those whose hearts are divided between him and this world. We see this also in Revelation, in Christ's evaluation of the seven churches where he himself contrasts faithful overcomers with lukewarm members. Okay, verse 10. Then Asa was wroth with the seer and put him in a prison house, for he was in a rage with him because of this thing. And Asa oppressed some of the people the same time. And behold, the acts of Asa first and last. Lo, they are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. And Asa, in the thirty and ninth year of his reign, was diseased in his feet, until his disease was exceeding great. Yet in his disease he sought not to the Lord, but to the physicians." And Asa slept with his fathers, and died in the one and fortieth year of his reign. And they buried him in his own sepulchres, which he had made for himself in the city of David, and laid him in the bed, which was filled with sweet odors and diverse kinds of spices, prepared by the apothecary's art. And they made a very great burning for him. Now we're moving into Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. And Jehoshaphat his son reigned in his stead, and strengthened himself against Israel. And he placed forces in all the fenced cities of Judah, and set garrisons in the land of Judah, and in the cities of Ephraim, which Asa his father had taken. And the Lord was with Jehoshaphat, because... He walked in the first ways of his father David, and sought not unto Balaam, but sought to the Lord God of his father, and walked in his commandments, and not after the doings of Israel. Therefore the Lord established the kingdom in his hand, and all Judah brought to Jehoshaphat presents, and he had riches and honor in abundance and his heart was lift up in the ways of the Lord. Moreover, he took away the high places and groves out of Judah. Also, in the third year of his reign, he sent to his princes, even to Ben-Hael, and to Obadiah, and to Zechariah, and to Nathanael and to Micaiah, to teach in the cities of Judah. And with them, He sent Levites, even Shemaiah, and Nathaniah, and Zebediah, and Asahel, and Shemiramoth, and Jehonathan, and Adonijah, and Tobijah, and Tob-Adonijah, Levites, and with them Elishama and Jehoram, priests. And they taught in Judah, and had the book of the law of the Lord with them, and went about throughout all the cities of Judah, and taught the people. And the fear of the Lord fell upon all the kingdoms of the lands that were round about Judah, so that they made no war against Jehoshaphat. They taught the book of the law. Spiritual revival will die if it is not based upon the Word of God, if it is not an earnest commitment to following the teachings of the Lord. This is as true then as it is today. Any spiritual movement that is not based on the pure, unchanging Word of God and the apostles is doomed to failure. Verse 11. Also, some of the Philistines brought Jehoshaphat presents and tribute silver, and the Arabians brought him flocks, seven thousand and seven hundred rams, and seven thousand and seven hundred he goats. And Jehoshaphat waxed great exceedingly, and he built in Judah castles and cities of store. And he had much business in the cities of Judah. And the men of war, mighty men of valor, were in Jerusalem. And these are the numbers of them according to the house of their fathers, of Judah, the captains of thousands, Adnah the chief, and with him mighty men of valor, three hundred thousand. And next to him was Jehohanan the captain, and with him two hundred and fourscore thousand. And next to him was Amasiah, the son of Zikri, who willingly offered himself unto the Lord, and with him two hundred thousand mighty men of valor. And of Benjamin, Eliada, a mighty man of valor, and with him armed men with bow and shield, two hundred thousand. And next him was Jehozabad, and with him and hundred, and fourscore thousand, ready, prepared for the war. These waited on the king, besides those whom the king put in the fenced cities throughout all Judah. And now chapter 18, the prophecy against Ahab. Now Jehoshaphat had riches and honor in abundance, and joined affinity with Ahab, and after certain years he went down to Ahab to Samaria, and Ahab killed sheep and oxen for him in abundance, and for the people that he had with him, and persuaded him to go up with him to Ramoth-Gilead. And Ahab, king of Israel, said unto Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, Wilt thou go with me to Ramoth-Gilead? And he answered him, I am as thou art, and my people as thy people, and we will be with thee in the war. And Jehoshaphat said unto the king of Israel, Inquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord to-day. Therefore the king of Israel gathered together of prophets four hundred men, and said unto them, Shall we go to Ramoth-Gilead to battle? or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for God will deliver it into the king's hand. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord besides that we may inquire of him? And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him for he never prophesied good unto me but always evil the same is Micaiah the son of Imlah and Jehoshaphat said let not the king say so and the king of Israel called for one of his officers and said fetch quickly Micaiah the son of Imlah and the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat king of Judah sat either of them on his throne clothed in their robes, and they sat in a void place at the entering in of the gate of Samaria, and all the prophets prophesied before them. And Zedekiah, the son of Chenaniah, had made him horns of iron, and said, Thus saith the Lord, With these thou shalt push Syria until they be consumed, And all the prophets prophesied so, saying, Go up to Ramoth-Gilead and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. And the messenger that went to call Micaiah spake to him, saying, Behold, the words of the prophets declare good to the king with one assent. Let thy word, therefore, I pray thee, be like one of theirs and speak thou good and Micaiah said as the lord liveth even what my god saith that will i speak and when he was come to the king the king said unto him micaiah shall we go to ramoth gilead to battle or shall i forbear and he said go ye up and prosper and they shall be delivered into your hand And the king said to him, How many times shall I adjure thee that thou say nothing but the truth to me in the name of the Lord? Then he said, I did see all Israel scattered upon the mountains as sheep that have no shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return, therefore, every man to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell thee that he would not prophesy good unto me, but evil? Again he said, Therefore hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting upon his throne, and all the host of heaven standing on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall entice Ahab, king of Israel, that he may go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? And one spake, saying after this manner, and another saying after that manner. Then there came out a spirit, and stood before the Lord, and said, I will entice him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go out, and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And the Lord said, Thou shalt entice him, and thou shalt also prevail. Go out, and do even so. Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of these thy prophets, And the Lord hath spoken evil against thee. Then Zedekiah the son of Chena'ana came near and smote Micaiah upon the cheek and said, Which way went the Spirit of the Lord from me to speak unto thee? And Micaiah said, Behold, thou shalt see on that day when thou shalt go into an inner chamber to hide thyself. Then the king of Israel said, Take ye Micaiah, and carry him back to Ammon, the governor of the city, and to Joash, the king's son, and say, Thus saith the king, Put this fellow in the prison, and feed him with bread of affliction, and with water of affliction, until I return in peace. And Micaiah said, If thou certainly return in peace, then hath not the Lord spoken by me. And he said, Hearken, all ye people. And we'll finish up here with the defeat and the death of Ahab. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, went up to Ramoth-Gilead, and the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself, and will go to the battle, but put thou on thy robes. So the king of Israel disguised himself, and they went to battle. Now the king of Syria had commanded the captains of the chariots that were with him, saying, Fight ye not with small or great, save only with the king of Israel. And it came to pass, when the captains of the chariots saw Jehoshaphat, that they said, It is the king of Israel. Therefore they compassed about him to fight. But Jehoshaphat cried out, And the Lord helped him, and God moved them to depart from him. For it came to pass that when the captains of the chariots perceived that it was not the king of Israel, they turned back again from pursuing him. And a certain man drew a bow at a venture, and smote the king of Israel between the joints of the harness. Therefore he said to his chariot man, Turn thine hand that thou mayest carry me out of the host, for I am wounded. And the battle increased that day. Howbeit the king of Israel stayed himself up in his chariot against the Syrians until the even, and about the time of the sun going down, he died. I think we'll stop there for today. Tomorrow we'll pick up with the question, Shouldest Thou Help the Ungodly?